Now's the time to tell tales of the unaccountable. Amazon warrior woman with a fetish for doors. A dark angel who laughs brutally? Love chunks? What the hell are those anyway? A man who loves being the goddamn Batman. Jim Lee getting bored already? Frank Miller eating his own feces. On this episode of Pulp Nightmare, crazy is as crazy does, and what crazy does is creepy. Okay, so (laughs) after that insanity, now we go into issue seven, which features a lovely cover of Batman and Black Canary fighting a bunch of dudes. They do more than fight. Yeah, uh, let's just remind the folks at home that Black Canary is Irish and Batman is fucking out of his mind. So and Frank Miller is sexist. Yep. Oh, speaking of Frank Miller, there's a wraparound cover of his Batman. Ugh. His current Batman. Which is just shapes, essentially. Yeah, it's like, you know those, like, kid paintings where they ask you to put a bunch of colors together, like, in a circle? <laughs> it's It's, it's kind of like that. Except it's supposed to be Batman. Do you think he mumbles to himself whenever he's, like, drawing? Frank, I'm shameless. (laughs) (laughs) That's his I am Groot. (laughs) Oh, God. Okay, opening page. Batman is leaping down at the men with guns. (laughs) Can we just get a page without crazy Batman? Striking terror. Best part of the job. Oh, no. Oh, Christ. Not him. We're screwed. Oh, no. Oh, God. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, man. Oh, God. Once <laughs> you scare the crap out of them, they scramble away like cockroaches. Gotham City's full of cockroaches. They scramble away. <laughs> God damn it. They so, a bunch of, so, randomly, a bunch of bleach, like canisters of bleach start spilling out. Like, into the air. I guess crates of bleach were on the docks, and as they were... Does Black they Canary were, dye her hair? I, uh, we're, we're about to see what happens. And, ah, we're screwed, we're screwed. Ha 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 you don't know from screwed, you losers. You, you losers? <laughs> Batman, you're not even good at trash talking. Is he going to start saying your mama jokes next? Batman pulls out a mini blowtorch. <laughs> That's unless you step on them and step hard. I step hard. Will you look at that? Bottles of bleach. These thieves will sell anything. And here I am with this thermite. It'd be a damn shame to let it go to waste. Uh, hold on. All you have to do is step on them. Step on them hard. And I step hard. <laughs> yes. Okay, I just wanted to repeat that. <laughs> yes. So the thugs are shooting, and Batman grabs one of the bottles of bleach. He has the thermite lit. They're shooting scared. They're shooting stupid, killing their own. Life is good. 
This is Batman. <laughs> the, guy, the guy who values life. Life is good. So he lights the bleach with the thermite. Let me take you to school, suckers. In chemistry. <laughs> is Batman from the 1950s? We've established that Frank Miller is from a different time. Oh, God. It's Honor's Night. Go on. <laughs> so he throws the lit bottle of bleach, and everything goes on fire. <laughs> everything explodes in fire. All the guys are running around aflame and screaming. It's the scene from Dread. Pretty much. I mean, it, Batman in this book is basically Dread if he were less cool. So the guys are running around on fire, you know, screaming, uh, horrified. Batman's going through the fire himself, just kind of, you know, oblivious to it. You don't know from hurt either, you wads. You wads, okay. Yeah. He elbows a dude. This is hurt. Then he kicks a dude. So's this, sweetheart. So's this, boy of mine. Boy of mine? Yeah. Also, also, I thought you said, I swear to God, I thought this was going to go. He's going to teach him what hurt is. He takes out a picture of his dead mother. <laughs> shows it to him, and it's, it's the I touch my mother's breast speech. <laughs> he starts cupping the, the the picture. It's really creepy. That would have been better what's hap- than what's happening. Boy, oh, my. So, so as this insanity is going on, Black Canary is watching in the distance. <laughs> He doesn't stop. He doesn't spare a one of them. Not a one. Before I can even catch my breath, there are a bunch of bleeding, burning heaps they are. And God help me, here I am, thunderstruck in love with the man. The goddamn Batman. <laughs> so Batman's punching another dude as she enters the scene. Well, Sleep well. tight, princess. And don't you go messing again with any Gotham City girls. Black Canary just getting something <laughs> wet. <laughs> Watching Batman insane and murdering people. <laughs> because Burning Frank Miller is a bad person. <laughs> so Black Canary leaps down. Has anybody ever told you, my good man, that you are totally hot? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, what he replies with, not for the last few days, no. <laughs> Fuck you, Batman. <laughs> what I like to imagine is Alfred was the last one to tell him that. You hot, dark angel of mine. <laughs> so Black Canary leaps onto him, heaping, and kisses him. Consider yourself told. Her tongue's a little bit sandy. She's a smoker. Cigars. Cuban. I haven't kissed a smoker in weeks. Not since Selena. What the fuck so is going it, on here in this comic suddenly? <laughs> well, I'm glad you asked that because the next page is them having sex on the docks. <laughs> their uh, their lower bodies are covered in shadow. We keep our <laughs> we keep our masks on. It's better that way. <laughs> you would think you would think this wasn't real. <laughs> It's so fucking weird, just... Out of nowhereness of it. It's like a weird French short film from the 1920s. Like, I don't know. Oh, God. Lightning cracks. Uh, There's literally a full panel of the lightning cracking effect. 
This this actually goes on for eight pages. <laughs> so Batman still on top of Black Canary. Need a ride home. In this rain, you'll freeze yourself to death on that Harley. What, you've got a car? You're the goddamn Batman and you need yourself a goddamn car? Fucking get off his back, Black <laughs> Sure I do. I'm not the one who can fly. Although that idiot doesn't even know he can fly. Batmobile, find me. <laughs> so, so Batman's the only one aware in this universe that Superman has the ability of flight. <laughs> but, but doesn't use it. Fuck you, Clark. <laughs> Batmobile, find me. Very good, sir. Right away, sir. Car pulls up pretty cool, huh? <laughs> Black Canary, you know, still putting her clothes on. Batmobile? Batman turns around, really pissed off, saying, Not one word. I've taken enough brief about calling my goddamn car the goddamn Batmobile. <laughs> I'm the goddamn Batman, I can call my goddamn car. <laughs> <laughs> How self-aware Batman is at this point. God, he is so goddamn insecure about his dick. <laughs> you just had sex, dude. Calm the fuck down. <laughs> I also like how Black Canary has sobered up from getting fucked, so she's now slowly realizing he's out of his mind. <laughs> so Black Canary just shrugs at his insanity and says, whatever you say, man of mine, that's just a totally queer name for a car is all. Oh, Once again, Oh, my God. By the by, who is it you'd be talking about who can fly? Nobody. He's nothing. Never mind. Batman <laughs> kill us now. <laughs> but do you think you could find it in your big old heart to tell me just who it is you're carrying on your shoulder right now? Because Batman, in the next page, randomly has a guy on his shoulder. <laughs> the man, by the way... The man, by the way, is Jocko Boy, who you might remember as the killer of the Graysons. They got Batman hired, yeah. Yeah, pretty much. He's cargo. Let's get you home. It's almost dawn. The Batmobile pulls up. And randomly, out of nowhere, Batman just says, Sometimes I hate the sun. <laughs> and Black Canary turns to him and says, You what? <laughs> <laughs> Don't get in this car. <laughs> then she proceeds to say, you know, you're a fine man, Mr. Batman. A right hero you are. But a hero, to be sure, to anybody with clear enough eyes to see straight. But here I am wondering, should it ever cross your mind, if I may be so bold as to ask, does it ever occur to you that perhaps you could find some wee benefit from speaking to a person or two now and then? Of course, not while you're so busy punching somebody senseless. That was a fucking hypothetical Alfred yeah, I know. speech. <laughs> I know. I noticed that as I was saying it. <laughs> what the fuck? Should it ever cross your mind? So say, perhaps, if you may be so bold to ask, does it ever occur to you, perhaps in an alternate parallel universe? So in... Light of the soliloquy, Batman replies with "Shut up." <laughs> it starts again. You just had sex with her, Batman. Come on. So inside the Batmobile, Black Canary is lighting up a cigar. All I'm trying to say is that your perspective on this things might find itself a tad bit readjusted by the occasional conversation with somebody—somebody somebody you're not punching in the face. That is. 
Frank Miller, stop writing dialogue right now. <laughs> well, he doesn't listen because Batman replies with, I'm doing fine, and you talk too damn much. Shut the hell up. Then he unzips his pants. <laughs> so, more Batman inner monologue. Just what I need. Tough love from some crazy Irish chick. I'd put her for County Monaghan with that accent. Nice enough voice, but she's a cheeky one. Pushing her luck. Nuts to that. She's got a right to say whatever she wants. She's got a right to say whatever she wants. She's got the right. Thomas Jefferson and all that. What? <laughs> that was Frank Miller's argument for feminism. <laughs> that was a hell of a speech. <laughs> I mean, most of it was just the same thing repeated over and over again, but still, that was... I like how if you remove them having sex, that page, it seems like nothing happened. Also, I want to say, in the comic book, and this isn't Frank Miller's fault, I don't think, well, maybe. Thomas Jefferson is spelled with three Fs. I'm just going to assume it's Frank Miller's fault. Yeah, I'm going to assume that, too. And she's dead right to say I'm half crazy, but only half. The only uh, the other half is doing just fine. No, it isn't. <laughs> <laughs> you have a boy in a cave somewhere eating. Uh, uh, a good thing you you brought that up because next page. I'm the Segway man. <laughs> <laughs> Dick Grayson, full page spread of his face, looking horrified. Oh, uh, Alfred, no. <laughs> I've got no idea how long I've been here in this bat cave. I've got no idea how many hours, how many days and nights. There's no day or night in this damn cave. Only endless darkness. It's endless been about six months, Dick. Pretty much. Endless cold. Maybe I've gone crazy. As crazy as he is. I've never killed anything before in my life. Not in my whole life. I've never so much as squashed a bug. But that rat, he wouldn't stop hissing at me. He, I couldn't take it anymore. And it shows a rat chopped in half by uh, the giant battle axe he pulled up in the last issue. Maybe I've gone as crazy as he is. Maybe I'm as crazy as the goddamn Batman. Oh, how many times has goddamn Batman been sent this issue? I, we should have kept a count. Yeah. So it shows Dick vomiting oh. and then looking up with vomit still half in his mouth. Oh. Yeah. And then it shows the Batman's footsteps as he traverses into the cave. No. No. Grayson, front and center. I brought you the man who murdered your parents. I, thought, I swear to God, I thought this was going to go, I brought Black Canary for you. <laughs> I was like, this comic's going to go really fucked up really quickly. <laughs> as if it hasn't already. So he drops Jocko Boy on the floor of the cave, tied up and gagged. And his fate is in your hands. You can hear me, can't you, boy? It's time for you to decide. Are you an Avenger or a detective? So okay. he has the choice to join the Avengers? <laughs> kind of seems like. I take universe, that. Batman. God damn it. So Dick, with battle axe in hand, stands forward, head down, saying, Yes, yes, I hear you, sir. Thank you, sir. Give me his name. They call him Jocko Boy Vanzetti. He's done a lot of things, Jocko Boy has. None of them good. These days, he's a trigger. You wouldn't know that term. It's an old one. 
It means if you give him money, he'll blow the brains out of anybody you like him to. It's it's not really that old of a saying. I, I know. It's still used a lot. <laughs> Frank Miller is out of touch with reality. Also, this happened two weeks earlier. <laughs> so, Dick asks, does he have any family? Nothing human, as far as I know. You've got a choice to make, and now you, you have to make it now. Avenger or detective? What's it going to be? This is really, I, I like, this is really being blatant, isn't it? Yeah, I like the fact that Batman thinks he's a detective in this universe. All that goddamn detecting he's done so far. You know, lighting bleach on fire and setting fire to a bunch of people. That's detective work. He hates the sun. <laughs> you what? <laughs> Jocko Boy... Okay, Dick's in a monologue. Jocko Boy stops trying to talk. He stops breathing. Grayson makes his choice. What... What I'm what I don't understand is that it's said in the inner monologue of Dick, and he calls himself Grayson. <laughs> I think there was a little mix-up there, Frank. Oh God! So he picks up the axe, swings it down, and it looks like he's killed him, but he actually just sliced open his uh, the side of his uh, gag. So wow. Jocko Dick voice is, has really great aim with that fucking battle axe. <laughs> You little son of a bitch, he says, and Dick kicks him in the stomach. When you talk, you'll talk when I tell you to talk, you bastard. This is a 10-year-old boy, I should say. No, no, a 12-year-old, I'm sorry. Yeah, 12-year-old. Keep that in mind. Batman said it's 10,000 gods. I don't, know how, I don't know how I forgot. <laughs> so well, Batman watches as he starts kicking the crap out of him. I had to find a spot with a clearer view. I don't want to miss a bit of this. We'll have to work on that kick. If Jocko Boy had a gun on him, Grayson would be left wide open. But the boy can jump. I'll give him that. So Batman smiles, Ugh. which uh, I, I don't like. Decent, decent start, kid. But one of those, but one of those kicks was a mess. It could have gotten you killed. Dick Grayson finally says, "Shut up." And so, and Batman doesn't say a word. So you know, he told him. Oh, you... This could be a long night, creep. Save us both some trouble. Who hired you? Jocko Boy talks. I don't like his answer. Not one bit. In the final page of issue seven, we get our first reveal of the Joker. And I have no idea what to even say or think right now. I'm just going to go ahead to the next issue because the first cover of issue eight is the Joker with a massive dragon tattoo, which you have a theory on. Oh, I've said this. I said this when this issue came out, which is Jim Lee was just bored, so he just drew a dragon tattoo on the back of the Joker because he thought it would look cool, because he just didn't want to do this anymore. <laughs> yeah, you can kind of tell. <laughs> okay, first opening page with the Joker. Gotham City cries. Gotham is an ugly city, full of shame, far beyond redemption. She's a sad old whore, but she's beautiful when she cries. I love her when she cries. I love her only when she cries. I'm sorry, what were you saying, darling? So this woman inside of the Joker's hotel room... Is getting dressed again <laughs> because apparently the Joker just has copious amounts of sex in this universe. <laughs> well, I mean, that's canon. 
Men, just... women, horses. <laughs> as long as it's funny. <laughs> as long as he gets a laugh and there's a hole. So the woman says, I was just joking that maybe you slipped something into my drink. It's not really my style doing, well, this sort of thing. Not with somebody I just barely met. I don't even think I got your name. They call me the Joker, but I'm not very funny. It's a funny name, though. Can I just – hold on. She's so blasé about the fact she just had sex with a dude with white skin and green hair. (laughs) And a dragon tattoo. (laughs) How are you so fucking blasé about that? Look, it's Gotham, okay? (laughs) I'll give you that. It is Gotham. She probably saw Clayface in that bar. It's a funny name, though. Wasn't there somebody else called Joker who poisoned the water supply a year or so back? He's really trying, isn't he? That was me. I was just getting started, but that was me. But enough about me, Donna Dugina. Let's talk about you. You're a woman of some accomplishment. You're an attorney of much repute. A crusader, some say, with a particular passion for hunting down child molesters and bringing them to justice. Bam! (laughs) By most accounts, you're a remarkable woman. I admire you. I really do. I love you in my own way, in my own special way. No wonder they call you Joker. The things you say. I mean it all, Donna Jugina. Every word. And I do love you in my own special way. So, Joker Man, how the devil did you learn my name anyway? Let alone my whole damn resume. And then the Joker punches her across the face. I know everything there is to know about you, Donna Jugina. I picked you with care. There are many people who are going to miss you. Many good people. And he starts strangling her. That tawdry thing we just did with each other in this bed was nothing. It wasn't even sport. This is love in my own special way. He wraps his tie around her neck. So, you know, all in all, not a bad Joker scene. Yeah, I mean, he's... he's I can't say it's not in character. Yeah, yeah. The first order of business when you're in a place like a hotel where people might hear is to crush the larynx. Once the larynx is good and crushed, the object can't make very much noise. Oh, it thrashes and fights you for long enough, but it's very quiet about it. No reason to disturb the neighbors. Her death rattle is like wind is like wind chimes on a spring morning. Finally, sweet release. I'll always love you, Donna Jugina, in my own special way. You know, I think James Elroy has actually done this in a hotel room. <laughs> I'm sure he has. So the next page is of him in a suit. He is like a uh, pinstripe purple suit. And, uh, like a fedora. You don't actually like this version of the Joker. Jim Lee draws and, the Joker. Yeah. And he looks over to, uh, the, the Nazi from Dark Knight Returns as his henchwoman. Naturally. Get rid of it. 
Yes, boss. Right away, boss. She salutes. Cut to the back cave. <laughs> oh, okay. Fair enough. Moving on. The back cave. Home. Home to both of us now. Me and an orphan 12-year-old who just passed muster. I gave him a chance to murder the creep who shot his parents to death and he didn't take it. He's a born detective. That doesn't make you a detective. I don't, I don't like this Batman anymore. I, I never liked this Batman, but I just... He's... I want him to die. Can someone kill him? Can someone murder this Batman? <laughs> I want him to die. So who's this Joker guy? He's a very bad man. A psychopath. Not unlike me. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what a psychopath is, Grayson? I'm not sure you're up in... <laughs> what? Uh, okay, okay. Uh, I, have to, I have to reread this. Do you know what a psychopath is, Grayson? I'm not sure you're up to your polysyllables. Hey, Batman. I know how to, I know how to use polysyllables. I know what a psychopath is, mister. Be specific. Who is this Joker? Hold on, I'm hold starting on. to like this little snot. <laughs> hold on. Hey, Batman. What's Ward mean? Shut up. <laughs> I'm starting to like this little snot. I've always been the smartest kid in the class. But this Grayson, he's something. The Joker is a serial killer. Sometimes he murders for profit, sometimes for sick pleasure. But th but there's something else going on with him now. He's up to something new. I haven't figured out what it is yet. Using the slob to murder your parents is part of what he's up to, whatever he is. I mean, I definitely didn't hire him. So you don't know squat. Let's get to work. I'm working solo. You're not ready, son. You're not trained. That spinning kick of yours is from hunger. They'll get you killed in street action. You don't even have a mask. Christ, look at you. You could pass for Little Nemo. Who's Little Nemo? Look it up. Get yourself a costume and a mask and we'll start talking. So why a mask? Why the hell do you I need to wear a mask? I mean, a costume is queer enough, but why a mask? Oh. Stop using that ah. word. <sighs> so you'll have a secret identity, stupid. Batman called a little boy stupid. That was a thing that was published by DC Comics. So nobody will be able to find you when you aren't working. So they won't get a chance to kill you. You'd be no use to me as a damn corpse. Well, how do damn. you find him when you're keeping him in a goddamn cave, Batman? You ever think about that? I think they already think they're, you're, he's dead because you kidnapped him. Or he's probably tied up in a sex dungeon right now. I mean, that's a conversation the Justice League just had 15 hours ago. Mike, you're overthinking this. You're really overthinking this. I'm sorry. Damn. This brat's starting to get to me. He just said he was starting to like him. What he am I doing? He's also pissed off that he was there, and he brought him there. So Batman's very bipolar. Damn, this brat's starting to get to me. What am I doing, plain father? This is the dumbest move I've made in my whole life. Secret identity? How can I have a secret identity when everybody on Earth saw you kidnap me? I mean, aren't they kind of going to know who I am? <laughs> <laughs> People are calling out the logic of his comments. <laughs> I'll figure something out. Get to work on that costume. Oh, what about Jocko? Go kill a child, isn't he, and then dump his body somewhere? Oh, God. <laughs> and what about Jocko Boy back there? You told him my name. I made damn sure he was too stoned to remember anything. I know what I'm doing, Boy Wonder. Boy Wonder? So come up with something better, kid. I'm not made out of time. And it's about time you did something around here. I'm not made out of time. Then Dick points in his face and says, Okay, okay, I'll get to work on it. But first, you've got to answer me a question. 
Sure, kid. Fire away. What's with the big robot T-Rex? I mean, it's cool as all hell, but what's with that? Shut up, and get to work on your costume, and get yourself a damn mask. How the fuck is he gonna get a mask? He's in a cave. <laughs> so, cut to the Batmobile driving away. I can't wait to get away from that little snot. He's driving me nuts with all his damn questions. I'm plenty crazy enough as it is. Aw, oh, nuts, I'm talking to myself. That's never a good sign. So then, out so, of nowhere, So Batman's just losing touch with reality as this comic is going on. <laughs> I think he lost it a long time ago. Especially because it's been like two hours since Dick was kidnapped, so. And all this happened. (laughs) So a green light shines in his face. Oh, hell. He stops the Batmobile. Not him. Oh, no. Not that moron. I guess there's no reason to put this off, but Jesus, what a bother. That moron. He looks in the night sky of Gotham City and sees a green lantern signal. That moron. But first things first, some cargo to unload. So he picks up Jocko Boy over his head. Worms! Why are there worms coming out of my ears? How come my throat is full of maggots? Because you're stoned out of your mind, you love of tard. Batman is also the scarecrow. I, w- I just want dyslexic. He says, you tub of lard. I said, you love of tard. <laughs> it's Frank Miller, so that's probably... Yeah, it's... It, the comic's affecting me. <laughs> it's affecting my motor functions. Maybe this will wake you up. And he tosses him into the river. Ah, creep! The Joker's gonna rip you a new one! He's welcome to try. Hey, how come there's still maggots in my throat? Your condition is permanent. You're never going to get any better. Welcome to hell, Jocko boy. Forever. Then Batman turns with a smile and says, It's a lie, but a good one. I love my job. Go fuck yourself, Bat. Go do something useful for a goddamn change. Get a job. Get a fucking job, Batman. (laughs) And here's an editor's note, actually. They have a little editor's note box in the the corner of the page that says, We can't print Jocko Boy's response due to standards of decency. The response demands an anatomical possibility. All right. I I like how there was an editor on this thing, proving that DC is just full of morons. (laughs) The Batcave. It's cold and huge. Oh, by the way, Dick's back in the back cave. Oh, God, he's still on this thing? It's been like two weeks for you, dude. I think you're used to it. It's not special anymore. It's just your home now, man. It just doesn't end, and it's full of stuff. Oh, my God, we're still on It's Full of Stuff. Cool stuff. And he picks up a bow and arrow. Cool weapons. Lots of cool weapons. Your family is dead. (laughs) He looks up and ponders something, and there's a splash page of Robin Hood. So he looks down and he says, I know you're there. I can hear you breathing. Yes, sir. Very perceptive of you, sir. Oh, no, Alfred, no. Robin was uh, – Alfred was watching Dick in the darkness. Never say the- Alfred was watching Dick. Never say that. <laughs> Never say that. The voice from the car, from the Batmobile. I don't know who you are, but I know you're the man who's bringing me food. Thank you for that. You're very welcome, sir. It has been my pleasure. British accent, upper class, South Kingston from the sound of it. Very good, sir. Fuck does he know that? I don't don't know. (laughs) I need tights and a mask. Very good, sir. And a cape with a hood. As you wish, sir. I await your specifications. So cut back to Batman in Gotham. 
from out of nowhere, I start thinking about the kid. Oh, God. <laughs> about whether I've saved his life or wrecked it. I've, nev- I've never been all that good with people. Yeah, Understatement yeah. of the goddamn century. <laughs> but I can't think about that right now. I've got a retarded demigod to take care of. Demigod, my foot. He's just a clown with more power than he knows what to do with. So it cuts to Hal Jordan sitting on a rooftop, making the Green Lantern symbol out of his ring, and eating a hot dog. How, you useless piece of shit. (laughs) What do you want, Jordan? And then Jordan looks up in surprise. What? How the heck do you know my name? I know everything. What do you want? Where are you? I'm everywhere and nowhere. What do you want? You're darn persistent. Yeah, I get a lot of complaints about that. What do you want, Jordan? Then Jordan looks up and Batman's right there. Hal Jordan, Green Lantern, that ring of his is the most powerful known weapon in the galaxy. If he thinks something up, it just plain happens. That's what makes him the Milky Way's top cop. His alien mentor was looking for a man of superhuman will and a man without fear. The mentor's job description for Hal didn't seem to factor in smarts. He's dumb as a post. I've seen more intelligent hockey pucks. The clown makes oversized egg beaters and mouse tracks and vacuum cleaners when he should set the whole world straight with that ring. What a damn idiot. The hey, things ba- I do the hey, things ba- I do power. Hey Batman. What what? What's Ward mean? Shut up. Okay. The damn it's such a damn waste. He's worse than Kent. So Hal floats up and makes a giant light bulb for some reason. Whoa. Here comes a big flashlight. Very inventive, Emerald Crusader. What do you? What do I want? You ask me. I want to talk. Okay, so I'll talk. We'll talk when and where I say so. Thirty-seven East Robinson, Crime Alley, the basement. Twelve hours from now. Be there and be on time. No excuses, moron. Then Green Lantern just shakes his fist and says, "What a creep! I don't think I like this guy at all." I, I've not made a word of this up. <sighs> So that was a scene in the comic book. Yeah, it was drawn really well, I'll say that. Yeah. I'm so glad Green Lantern in this isn't Jon Stewart, or <laughs> Batman would be an even worse person for the things he would say. Uh, I, I can't imagine what Frank Miller would do with access to a black man. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I meant it like that. Go on. So we cut to Catwoman. And her first appearance in the book. Oh, God. So she's laying in an alleyway surrounded by cats, looking seductive and, like, motioning towards the camera. Meanwhile, on Gotham's East End, Selena Kyle, Catwoman. Because, you know, no one knows who Catwoman is. Just in case you didn't get that from Catwoman being surrounded by cats. (laughs) Oh, so it's you. Get lost. I've heard rumors on how you handle women. And even I don't play it that rough. The Joker, the Joker is there. (laughs) It's nothing like that, Selena. I'm just up to some mischief, and I wonder if you'd care to join me in it. So keep talking, Joker man. I'm all ears. Cut back to the Batcave. A couple of silent panels where Batman, for for some reason, Frank Miller shows restraint and has silent panels. shocked. Wow. So Batman gets out of the Batmobile. An arrow flies at him. 
hopefully killing him, but actually not. Damn. He catches the arrow right as it hits his right as it's about to hit his neck. Nice shot, kid. And it cuts to Dick in a costume reminiscent of his Robin costume, but with like a hood and, and an H on it for some reasons. Oh, here's the reason. Don't call me kid. Don't call me boy. Don't call me Brett. Don't call me little snot. Call me hood. My dad was always making me watch some old movie about Robin Hood. That's why I became an archer. Cause so call me hood. Batman goes up to him. Hood, huh? You know what any thug with half a brain would do with that hood? And Batman pulls the hood over his face. Hey! Lose the hood. Batman turns around. You're Robin. I can't do anything right by this guy. End of issue. What the fuck? Also, hey, Batman, you know what thugs should do with those your fucking ears sticking off your head? <laughs> fuck yourself. Okay. How now, is that a cliffhanger? How is that a cliffhanger? Just wait, Mike. Because now, now we've reached the point that you've been waiting for. Yes. And we've all been waiting for. Yes, yes, yes. Issue 9 of All-Star Batman and Robin. The best comic book ever. Opening splash page. Batman and Green Lantern facing each other. But you'll notice something very peculiar about Batman. He's painted yellow. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, fucking page one. The insanity begins. You said you wanted to talk, Emerald Crusader. I'm all ears. If it's a fight you really want, Batman, I'm ready for that. But it won't serve any good purpose. They gave me this one chance to talk some sense into you. You could ruin everything for all of us. So there's a bunch of narration I'm not going to get into because it's just repeating the same thing. (laughs) I don't know about this yellow hang-up of his. Seems to me the Guardians of the Universe could have whipped up an ultimate weapon that was colorblind in their sleep. Maybe it's a phobia of his or something. Oh, no, I'm no shrink. The kid impressed the hell out of me, though, after I showed him the paint cans and roller. Sure, he bellyached every minute and quit being the boy wonder eight times, but he finished the job with nearly an hour to spare. There's child labor... Oh, oh, God. So, instead of just dying his costume or anything, he stood still while he had a small 12-year-old boy use a paint roller and brush on him to paint him yellow. Yes. Every single part of him yellow. I just, I just really want to the audience to understand the psychological terror that is being inflicted upon Dick Grayson right now, and the just madness of the Batman. <laughs> so it, so it shows Robin in full Robin regalia, painting the place, saying, "There's child labor laws about this sort of thing, you know. This is exploitation of a minor." How do you like me to sick some fat bureaucrat in your ass, big guy? Don't think I won't. Fast hands, my little Robin. Oh! I know! Oh. Fast hands, big mouth. Oh! Oh, God! Yeah, yeah, the pipes. I heard you the first time. You even got a few dozen yellow roaches skittering around in this palace of yours, thanks to my diligence. So it cuts back to Batman, yellow Batman, I should say, and Hal Jordan. Best Batman. I don't think you, I don't think you realize how serious of a situation this is, how much danger you're in. A lot of people want you brought down, or worse. You're up against some unspeakable power. Oh, I find that power plenty speakable, Hal. There's parent groups, there's the mafia, and just about every East Coast street gang. 
the cops, the mayor, and this being an election year, Congressman Blaggard. Then there's you and that little joy luck club you're putting together. Four of you, by my account. The Wicked Witch of Lesbos Island, the last candy pants of a blown-up planet, a <laughs> shake changer who's nuttier than a fruitcake, and you, master of the giant green egg beater, when you're not plagued by a certain primary clever color. And then Batman walks over to a tray and says, care for a glass of lemonade? <laughs> <laughs> the ultimate dick. We're not trying to shut you down. We just want you to mend your methods, lower your profile, maybe do a little community service here and there. The fact is, you're scaring people. Batman takes a, gla a drink of lemonade. <sighs> Refreshing. Sure, I'm scaring people, he says with a smile. Casualness of Batman. <laughs> He's leaning back, actually, in the next page <laughs> with a glass of lemonade. <laughs> and in the background, Robin's actually, like, he has an ice cream cone. <laughs> <laughs> Jim Lee just stopped caring. <laughs> of course I'm scaring people. Why the hell do you think I dress up like a goddamn bat? I want to scare the crap out of people. They've got all of you bromines out of there to reassure them that the world's a nice, safe place. So I leave it to you and your posse to mix it up with all those bug-eyed monsters. Me, I'll hunt down the street-level vermin. Rapists, murderers, thieves like that. Them you have to scare. Get off your high horse, will you? We're all here to help people. Okay, so you go after the bad guys you go after. Fine. It's your methods we find repugnant. More of your victims, and that's, yeah, and yeah, that's what I call them, victims. Wind up in the hospital, then in jail. Every time I turn around, I hear you about you smashing some low-life femur or shattering a cop's, or, or shattering a cop's jaw. Have you taken a look at Gotham's crime light lately, Hal? Never mind the corporate stuff. I'm not just taking them on just yet. But the streets are safer, even from the cops. You should really try the lemonade. On a hot day like this, it's a godsend. Damn you and damn your lemonade. Damn your lemonade. <laughs> they'll, all bring, they'll bring us all down because of you. They'll think we're as crazy as you are. You've already got half of us, them calling us criminals. Then Batman takes another sip, making him stop in mid-sentence. I feel a chuckle that starts in my gut, all black and hard and sharp as an industrial diamond. The chuckle. It cuts its way up through the flesh of my throat and comes out as a laugh that scares even me. I keep my voice steady. It isn't easy. Of course we're criminals. We've always been criminals. We have to be criminals. Cut to the most sane reaction to Batman that I've seen so far. Hal Jordan punching him across the face. <laughs> you son of a bitch! You'll ruin everything! You'll get us all killed! You son Ooh, of a I hate bitch! You start making out. <laughs> <laughs> he punches him in the gut. You son of a bitch, you bastard! He punches him across the face. So Robin and Batman pull themselves. Robin's standing there and Batman pulls himself up. Guess the man was a fight after all, huh, boss? Here's some fresh, more, here's some more fresh squeezed lemonade. Thanks, kid. And nah, hell here. He's not looking for a fight. He's just expressing himself. Let him vent. He'll feel better. And there, there's the kid right there. Perfect. 
You kidnap a 12-year-old boy in violation of the law and dress him up as a teen sidekick. You're out of your mind. Excuse me? I'm not sure I get you, Hal. He's a rube. Oh, come on now. You're not telling me that that boy isn't Dick Grayson. That's exactly what I'm telling you. This is not Dick Grayson. What planet are you been, have you been on, Hal? I don't know what game you're playing here, mister, but you kidnapped Dick Grayson. It was all over the papers. I rescued Dick Grayson from a pack of corrupt cops. I admitted him to a trauma clinic. They kept his identity a secret to avoid undue detention. Figured the boy had been through enough, Rube. He made his first public statement yesterday. It was all over the papers. Cut to Dick Grayson in front of a bunch of cameras and reporters saying, Sure, I was scared. At first, anyway. Batman's really scary. He's about ten feet tall and hairy all over, and he's got big ears that go all the way out to here on him. But he's nice. <laughs> the insanity of this comic. <laughs> also, I love how Batman's pretty much admitting, I'm my own kid. I don't need him. <laughs> so, cut to Hal Jordan rubbing the back of his head. I, I, I don't buy it. Huh? Do you say something? I didn't even know he was still here. It just doesn't wash. It's too much of a coincidence. You kidnapping a kid, then showing up with a sidekick the same age? You must have bribed everybody at that clinic. I wouldn't put it past you, but that would have cost a fortune. So maybe you're rich. For all I know, you're a billionaire. I've seen that car you're driving. He's got a point there. Maybe he's right. Maybe I am Dick Grayson. Don't try to confuse me, damn it! <laughs> Fuck you, Hal. So I, Batman was... I also just realized Hal's a better detective than fucking Batman in this comic <laughs> He's more competent. <laughs> so Batman whispers over Robin, that pain on his face, should I tell him? No, man, it's too good. Don't spoil it. Now, what are you talking about? Oh, goddamn no. dummy, Hal. No. no, never mind. The hell with it. This isn't worth it. It's your funeral, Batman. Just keep the kid out of it, for God's sake. Hold on, Hal. Let me tell you the truth about the kid. The whole truth. This young man isn't my sidekick. He's my protege. I met him six years ago. On the trip to Istanbul. Don't try to snow me, you... My word of honor. Stack of Bibles. I'm listening. Batman... Batman brushes uh, over his chin. No, I just can't do it. And here I had such a whopper to lay on you. It spanned all the way from Istanbul to the hinterlands of China to Sparta. All about this adept who surpassed every guru on Earth. And it was one good yarn. You might just have bought it. I don't know you, and I don't particularly like you, but you wear the tights. That's got to count for something. I just can't out-and-out out lie to you. This much you can believe. He's not Dick Grayson. He's the fast. He's got the fastest hands you've ever seen. And while he's a whirling dervish in a fight, go to hell. Then where's that ring of yours, Mr. Green Jeans? Hal turns around, and he realizes he's not wearing his power ring. Robin's, Robin has his ring now. This is not funny. Give me back my ring right this minute. So he goes after the kid. Batman stops him. Not so fast, Hal. I warned you about this kid. A regular whirling dervish. I said, give me that ring, you little snot. He lets him go. I warned you. It's your funeral. So there's a shot of Robin sliding under <laughs> Hal Jordan's legs. Uh, I'm just going to let that sit there. This kid's brain is as fast as his hands. He throws the ring to me. I catch it. He's a natural. Learned faster than I did. So there's a splash page of Robin kicking the living shit out of Green Lantern. The kid almost scared me the last time we trained. It was that lame-ass spinning kick of his. I thought I could teach him to make it less embarrassing. 
and Dick shows up, hurrying miles past me with a flying triple kick I never imagined. Me. I never imagined it. Me. Almost scared hell. He scared the crap out of me. He might be a genius, a genius, or something worse. This is the first time I've witnessed him in combat, and I don't like what I'm seeing. Oh, no. Oh, dear Lord, no. What he's referring to is Robin severing Green Lantern's vocal cords with a karate chop. So Batman grabs him by the back of his hair and pulls him. I guess he's Matt's dad now. (laughs) This is pretty much from the story of Matt and Matt's dad. So Batman grabs him by the hair and pulls him back off of Green Lantern. Hey, what gives? You little snot! And throws <laughs> Batman throws him into a wall. Jesus Christ. But, boss, I don't get it. What did I do? Batman punches him and stay down. Did, did I do something wrong? Shut up, I'll figure out a way to trench this guy. The last thing we need is a corpse on our hands, you stupid little snot. So Hal's, you know, choking to death. And Batman hands Robin a tube. Here, break off the tube and make the and break the edge and make it jagged enough to cut through the flesh. Don't touch the button on the side, or we'll both get a blast of nerve gas and he'll die. Can I just um, point out that the reason Batman wants to save Hal Jordan's life is because, quote unquote, they don't need a corpse on their hands. Yeah. And by the way, the entire reason this is even happening is because Batman made him crazy. Yeah. So this is all Batman. Yeah. Yeah. But he still threw Dick Grayson into a wall, a 12-year-old kid into a wall, and punched him across the face. Child abuse. Frank Miller. So cutting back to uh, the scene, the scene of near murder, uh, Dick, you know, uh, (laughs) he essentially acts like a little bitch, essentially, and (laughs) – and she basically takes it. Fucking judging, man. Judging him. <laughs> Batman pulls off his cowl. Don't say a damn thing. Just break that tube and keep it jagged. This is the weirdest time to find out that Batman is Bruce Wayne. But this is no time for thinking. Not about anything. He breaks the tube. It's broken, sir. It's in. The middle of the pouch at the back of my belt. It's got a roll of medical tape. Rip, off, rip me off a tube. Rip me off four two-inch lengths. Stat. Yes, sir. He snaps the tape around the wound as fast and sure as a combat surgeon. There's barely a squirt. Green Lantern starts breathing. It's gurgly, but it's breathing. Congratulations, kid. You're not a murderer. There's a phone in the corner. The old rotary kind. Figure out how to use it and call it to this man an ambulance. And if you puke, I'll break your goddamn neck. So if you puke over saving this man's life, I'll murder you. So it cuts to Batman and Robin out in the city, the rain washing off the yellow paint. Because this entire scene, they were both yellow. (laughs) I hold it down until the first ambulance arrives. Then I spray out dinner all over the bushes. He doesn't break my neck. He doesn't say anything about firing me either. He doesn't say a word. I'm crying and gulping like the little snot he said I was. I almost killed a man tonight. A man who never did me any harm. And I enjoyed every second. It, more than I've ever enjoyed anything. I wanted to kill him. My tongue's still all swelled up and my throat's gone so dry it's like I've got razor blades stuck in it. And I don't talk either. So Batman kneels over. 
I don't know what to say to the boy. I blamed it on him. I was wrong. It was on my watch. He was in my charge. What have I done? What have I accomplished? I've done plenty. I've taken an adept and taught him how to fight. I've taught him how to kill. And that's all I've taught him. I rushed things. I dragged him into my world. I was reckless. I rushed it. I blew it. Come on, kid. Let's ride. So they go into the Batmobile. He doesn't ask any questions. His eyes almost burn the skin off my face, but he doesn't ask any questions. Me, I pray for a second chance, a fresh start. I had years, years to learn my path. I had wise gurus and the gentle hand of dear old Alfred. I had years to learn every side of lethal power. I had years to learn the great thoughts of great men. All he's had is weeks in the hands of a joy-riding, cackling lunatic. I had years to grieve. To grieve. That's where it started. So it cuts to the graveyard, like a, like a nearby graveyard, and Batman is standing outside the Batmobile with Robin. Find them. Say goodbye. And this is where Frank Miller almost goes sane, because... <laughs> Batman is self-aware suddenly. <laughs> it's a bunch of silent panels where Robin is walking through the rain, in, through a graveyard. He finds his parents' gravestone. He huddles over it, then he starts punching at it. And then he starts, like, he drops to his knees and sobs, and Batman puts his hand on his shoulder. We mourn lives lost, including our own. It ends on a somber note. (laughs) Because Frank Miller decided to get real for a second. For a moment, he sobered up. In the same issue where Batman and Robin are painted Painted yellow. yellow. (laughs) And really chase. What a weird comic book, man. Mike, are you ready for issue 10, the final issue of All-Star Batman and Robin the Boy Wonder? It's been a journey. It's it has been, a, been journey. a weird, creepy journey, but a journey nonetheless. A journey of insanity. But all journeys must come to an end, at least a forced end due to craziness and DC Comics deciding no more. Yes. And, you know, one artist's inability to... Give a shit anymore after ten issues. <laughs> I'm pumped and ready to go. So I've decided that since this is a Gordon heavy issue, I'm going to do Gordon in the voice of Flexo. Good call. All right. Okay. Issue ten of Batman and Robin: The Boy Wonder it starts off with a splash page of Jim Gordon sitting on the docks. A fog settles, made for lonely walks and stolen kisses. Gotham floats, a cloud city, her million plaintive cries muffled, her predators moving freely, silently, leaving not even shadows. Any citizen with half a brain in a door lock is still sound asleep. Can I put a theory out there real quick? Yep. Gordon's there looking for Batman's semen. (laughs) He's going over it with like a blue light. (laughs) Continue. You know, I've been reading a lot about that Superman they've got over in Metropolis. Lane's been eating up every front page of the planet with that exclusive interview she got out of him. She's probably dusting her mantle to make way for a Pulitzer. Never mind her million-dollar book deal. It's quite a series. That man of steel turns out he's anything but an introvert. Can't say the same for this Berg's Cape Crusader. Just try and get a word out of him. Captain James Gordon, a hard man, a good cop. Oh, 
Why did Batman describe everybody in weird homoerotic terms? It's Batman. Soft hands. <laughs> it's like pulling teeth out of a pissed off shark getting to our Batman to talk. But Superman, he talks about his powers, his parents, his blown up planet, everything. He even talks about where he spends his spare time. Some place up around the North Pole. He calls it his fortress of solitude. I like the ring of it. Yeah, I like the... He calls his... Yeah, that I... I it's a weird transition. Also, just real quick, Frank Miller, um, and Antarctica is at the... Never mind, just science goes yeah. over his head. A lot of things, too. Yeah, I like that he calls it his fortress of solitude. I think we all, or a lot of us anyway, have our own places like that. Maybe we'd go if crazy if we didn't. It might be the corner saloon, or a spot in the woods that nobody else visits, or a forgotten stretch of, t stretch of timeless waterfront like this one. When I walked the night beat back in my Chicago days, there was this stretch of nothing that block a few blocks away from the Cabaretti Green projects. I'd hit that stretch at 2 a.m. sharp. There was nothing there, nobody. Just one boarded-up storefront after another. Just me and a whole lot of nothing. I came to love that stretch. A cop's life is a busy one. And to top it off, I married young. And my Barbara, God bless her, she didn't waste any time getting bent. So my life was noisy, full of voices. That stretch of blocks was the only place I could hear myself think. Which brings me to young officer Stavros and that piece of cardboard he brought me tonight. And why I stole it. He's a nightbeat cub, just like I was. She not. So it cuts to Catwoman, who's beat up and bloody and scratched up and in an alleyway. And a cop comes up to her. Ma'am, you're hurt. You need immediate attention. I need squat. All right. Just, <laughs> just stay where you are and don't move. I'm calling this in. I need squat from you. You need to get this. Get this. Batman. Batman. She holds up the piece of paper. She knocked over some garbage cans and set a stray Siamese to howling. That got Stavros running. He followed a trail of blood to find a woman dressed up like a cat. She refused to help. She was, he reported in his report, pointly rude to the young officer Stavros. This cat woman handed up a wad of crumpled up cardboard to young Stavros. She seemed to fall backward, but that was a trick. She'd slipped into the shadows like another costume that case I know makes a habit of doing. I took Officer Stavros' report and looked at the piece of cardboard over. It was a note, a written in blood. It didn't make any sense. Just one lunatic tights, just one lunatic in tights writing to another. Not worth it. My time or a nickel of taxpayer money. Not worth a damn to anybody. He drops the note into the harbor and walks away. Batman catches it. Batman and Robin are standing beneath the harbor. Their knees up to water. So, <laughs> why are they more insane the last time we saw them? <laughs> I like that they were just standing there for hours, just waiting for him to drop one piece of paper. Also, how there, there's a height difference there. How are they? Never mind. Yeah, I, I, I don't. You said it, cop. Not worth your time. Not worth a damn to anybody. But us lunatics in tights, we've got a way of looking out for each other. So they. Go away. Let's go, kid. Yes, sir. Robin's a lot more chipper for, you know, mourning the loss of his parents and almost killing a man. Yeah, a Green Lantern. Meanwhile, James Gordon doesn't care about anything. And Mr. Goddamn Batman says, 
And does Mr. Goddamn Batman say so much as thinks? Of course not. That'd hardly be grim and gritty, would it? The jerk. So Gordon walks up to a squad car, and there's another officer there. It's your wife, sir. She called on my line. Said yours was busy. At least that's what I think she said. Seemed to have a wee problem with her consonants. Sorry. Sorry, honey. Had my phone off. What's that? I can't understand you. What's with the music? Where are you? Honey, have you been drinking? Wrong question. She hangs up. I try to call her back. She stays hung up. Barbara. Dear Barbara. Nothing's been the same since... Since Sarah. Since Sarah. Sweet Sarah. So they drive off. Okay, then. So Batman and Robin are now diving through a manhole cover. Because <laughs> Batman's hungry. Take an airplane over Gotham at night, and she looks like diamonds against black velvet. A promise of love. A paradise. Walk our streets, and you'll jump at her every shadow. And every scurrying rat sounds like Satan's claws just behind you. And every wailing siren like another soul pulled down to hell. And here, below, her street sounds surrender to wet silence and marrow deep cold. The smells take over, old smells, smells used again and again, festering smells, the kind that carry the throat-deep taste of yesterday's vomit. What the hell is he talking about? <laughs> he hates the sun. <laughs> so does Miller just have a th- 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 thesaurus open next to him while he's writing? Yeah. New right. word for me to use. Use that now and build the entire sentence around it. New word. Consonants. <laughs> Time to repeat it eight times. I hate the sun. But But distance, like time, means nothing. Nothing. A six-year-old boy screams as bullets turns his mother's brain into a bloody wad, and almost two decades later, he still screams. He still screams, and he'll never stop screaming. Time. And another boy, this one a 12-year-old dynamo, dances like a pixie across a filthy room and makes a bullet of his fist and crushes a good man's trachea like it's a stalk of celery. He crushes it, crushes it, crushes it, crushes almost it. killing that good man at my crushed. bidding, at my bidding. It was crushed. <laughs> he crushed it. He crushed it good. It was crushed. Wet sounds. Moan, marrow deep cold. You smells. <laughs> He's just going off on the goddamn smells, man. <laughs> well, that's because there's no dialogue on these pages. It's just splash pages of Batman and Robin going through the sewer. Jeez. Like, that's the next six pages. You don't have to put caption boxes everywhere, Frank Miller. They're all wiped out with a roar and a shudder and a blast of suit and dirt and coughed up coal dust that lets you know how old-time miners felt in their last choking, dizzying, living instant. We get it, man. You're writing all <laughs> shit. We fucking get it. We're really yeah. happy for you, man. We're, write a book or something, man. Just do something else. Just, don't fuck yourself, man. Don't fuck yourself, you old bastard. <laughs> You wrote one of my favorite books now. I don't care if you die, okay? I'm going to say that right now. You're dead to me inside. You're nothing. I hate the sun. (laughs) And that was the day little Mike's heart broke. (laughs) Oh, God. Okay, so the next splash page has only one caption box. (laughs) Apparently he heard you. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks, Frank. They're on top of an underground train. 
we hit a ride. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, that's I that. at least it was brief. Yeah. Thanks, Frank Miller. I take everything back. I just said it. Back. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, man. Okay, cut to Batman and Catwoman. Batman is holding Catwoman that she's bleeding and everything. Selena, the first time, her note said. Of course I knew what she meant and where. Our first time here in the Batcave. My first Batcave here where I lived on rats and proved that I didn't need Wayne's billions. We made a mess of things, Selena and I did, that night. A sweaty, dirty, glorious mess. It was just... Don't talk, baby. You're safe. Don't talk, baby. I swear on my life you'll make it. I want to say more. I want to say words I've never said to anyone. Not to anyone. Robin's in the distance. Alfred, scramble the chopper. Meet us at Robinson Park, southwest corner, stat. She's soft and light and perfect. I always forget how small she is. Selena, stay alive for me. Sin City mode. So it cuts to the arcade from The Dark Knight Returns. Hey, you little Some some oh, entertainment. Oh, no. I just, yes. I just yes. realized. Oh, God, no. Yes. Some entertainment chain out of Hollywood opened this place back up a year ago, bragging on how its bright lights and shiny plastic would make all the kids east of Novik go straight. Straight to hell is where it went. They didn't know Gotham City. It took about two weeks for the dealers to move in on all the posers from the burbs and show them the real big city action. me. That little stole my board. you twice. You little... Oh, God. Twice. You let a little jail piece of jailbait steal your wheels. Sweet piece, though. Pedophilia. Oh... Hooking them on crank and showing them how to pay for it with the parts of the bodies that still work. Crank or skank or slag or spoozle or spitzel or whatever the latest is. Turns out your brains and bones to mush and you puke the last of your life out in bloody chunks. And these make the devil's fortune off it. And another stretch of my town goes rancid. Little jailbait making us look bad. We cut her, we cut her on her. Sweet peas and sweet slices. Tasty sweet. I, I, I'm not going to shut up. That. Yeah. Good God. Barbara, just go, go home, Barbara. Go to so church. On the, go to so church. on the skate. <laughs> and that's you saying that. <laughs> so she punches two guys in the gut at the same time. Text every friend you've got, heads. Sell your poison someplace else. This here arcade belongs to the fat girl. The Fucking Batgirl. The crowd does the rest. <laughs> actually, that, that's true. The crowd actually does go into a frenzy, start beating up people. I like how Batman's the bashful one when it comes to his name. He's the goddamn Batman. She's the fucking Batgirl. Let's see Batwoman in this universe. Oh, God. Cutting Batwoman, which is technically correct. From Lesbos Island? <laughs> okay. So... We got away from Batgirl to Black Canary. Oh, my. One sexist thing to another. Shit fire and spare the matches. The goddamn Batman is on to something. What? <laughs> I don't know anymore. <laughs> I'm just waiting for this comic to end. This place is a fright. 
Sure, and there's barely a stick left standing. You wouldn't let your mother so much take a glance at it and not be in the bad books for a week, you wouldn't. And I've got nobody to blame from but my own sweet self to blame for all this havoc, truth be told. The room was tidy enough when I went and let myself in. These boys were just going about their business as peaceable as you could ask for, and there was hardly any call for me to just charge in like I did and not leave a single one of them standing or with so much as a penny in their pockets. These boys, their business, a pack of pimps and loan sharks they are, every last one of them cursed with the love of gambling. And it's not the legal kind of gambling I'm making reference to. So she burns a stack of, um, like, hundreds and burns money and walks over a bunch of knocked-out dudes and kicks a guy in the face, knocks his teeth out. So Black Canary's appearance in this comic is just never going to make sense. No. And this is the last issue, so this is the last thing she's doing. Meanwhile, Vicky Vicky Vale is just... Somewhere with a perverted Jimmy Olsen. So there's a couple pages of her monologuing more than the page allows, <laughs> pretty much. So I'm going to skip over all that. Let's just oh. say uh, she doesn't make any sense. She doesn't make any sense. She continues not to make sense. Uh, oh, stop there, she... stop there. You just did the Frank Miller threes. We're done. <laughs> So she throws back a match and lights the place on fire. Okay. So I do the devil a wee favor. I trust he'll welcome a midnight snack. May every last one of those sons of Mary and Joseph burn in hell. Stop being over-the-top Irish. <laughs> so she rides away on her motorcycle, and Gordon and the cops see her. Name me a law that it, it, not case broad isn't breaking. How'd you get her motorcycle broad. back? I have no idea. I towed it. <laughs> I hate the sun. <laughs> Name me a law that nutcase broad isn't breaking. Forget her, Merkel. Get me to my car. Sweet Jesus, what a grand night it is. And I'll be sleeping like a baby once I put my calls to Maeve and Lisa and maybe Ruth. Now there's a thought. I don't know who these people are. <laughs> So it cuts to the scene of a car crash where Gordon's wife drunkenly crashed into a pole. Word is she hung out for that club for at least a good six hours, stuck her stuck to herself and drank by herself using it even as the party went wild. She threw around the captain's name a lot and kept getting the drinks coming to her, but eventually they cut her off anyway. She made some threats and tore out of there. That's when the bartender called it in. She must have been going about 50 when she lost control of the vehicle. It's a... It's a lot of blood, and it came down in splashes. Splashes. That says head wound to me. She can't have gotten far. She's probably concussed. Confused. Barbara, where are you? Just a moment, Captain. We may have something. Merkel, look at this. The smoke burns at my lungs. The last thing I need is to suck in any more of it into the gas into me. So I suck it deep, just for the hurt of it. Barbara, where are you? Your wife made it a half mile, sir. Face planted outside a quick mart. An ambulance has her on her way to St. Rosalind's. No, reroute them to St. Marilyn's. It's only two blocks further, and they've got a better shark trouble unit. We'll meet them there. Let's go. Cut back to Batgirl. Ugh. Wait a second. Hey, guys, hold on a minute. This is getting out of hand, you stupid... <laughs> you <can kill> <laughs> exactly. You can kill those heads. That wasn't the idea. And one of the, the one of the crowd who's going crazy punches her across the face. Back off, you little. B 
It wasn't supposed to happen this way. She gets up and a cop grabs her. On your feet, honey. Come on now, you can do it. That's right, we won't hurt you. But you're in deep trouble, young lady. So Batgirl is arrested on her first night. (laughs) Dad is going to be pissed. He's going to There's no way in hell I'm bullshitting my way out of this. She's back on the bullshit train. (laughs) I would love to see the further adventures of this Batgirl. Cursing every other word. (laughs) Being a bad person. So they cut to a hospital room where Gordon's wife is in shock trauma. St. Marilyn's emergency room. And Barbara, she's she's stable. I've ordered an MRI to make sure there's no brain damage. Why do I feel like this is going to end with Gordon and Sarah fucking on top of an unconscious Barbara? If it went that far, it probably would have been the next issue. Yeah. Is she comfortable? <laughs> Captain, I'm sorry to interrupt. You'll have to turn off that phone, officer. It'll interfere with our equipment. Captain, it's your daughter. It's important. Tell her I'll call her back and hang that thing up, Merkel. I'm sorry about that, doctor. But what if But if you could tell me she's comfortable enough, the morphine will take care of the pain and help her sleep. We've also given her enough libra- librium to stave off the DTS. I, Frank Miller trying to make doctor is fascinating. Make doctor. Yeah. It's like he's about. Yeah. Sir, it's the only call they'll let her have. She's only allowed one call. Get the hell out of here, Sergeant. I'm listening, Doctor. We can keep Barbara alive here, Captain, but she's facing a death sentence the day she leaves. Her condition is advanced, beyond her control. With her blood level, she's lucky to be breathing. Detox is a first and necessary step. It's an unpleasant procedure, It's all, and it is also a voluntary procedure. As her husband, I advise you to say anything you can to convince her to stay in our care. We'll see where we can take things after that. You two face a long road ahead of you, Captain. Only one... Then <laughs> then Gordon turns dramatically. Only one call? What the hell? Merkel, get back here. <laughs> You're a bad person, James Gordon. <laughs> You're a bad, bad person on just every account. So it cuts to an interrogation room where Barbara, unmasked, in an interrogation room, is sitting across from Gordon. Assault. Battery. Destruction of public property. Incitement to riot. Hell, if things had gotten any worse in that damn arcade, she'd be down for accessory to murder. But luckily for everybody except society, those reprobates survived. There's only two reasons I don't give a girl a squat. One reason is that somebody's already came close to breaking her jaw. The other reason being that she's so impossibly, impossibly brave about the whole thing. Not yet 16 and just listen to her. I wish on my soul that were true, my darling. But there's no need for you to ever know about Chicago. The bodies are buried, the past a bucket of ashes. <laughs> okay, okay, so they have a discussion, I guess. <laughs> I'm going to, I, I don't know where this comic... I This comic broke me a long time ago. Yeah, well, it's pretty much just a bunch of things happening at the moment. I'm going to plead guilty and take whatever penalty the judge says I owe, and I won't blame Batman for anything. The tights were, and what I did were my choice. I dressed up like Batman because he looks cool, and that's the only reason. Blaming Batman is bull. What I did was wrong, and it was my own fault. Does Mom know yet? No, she's hurt. She's in the hospital. She'll be okay. She go out and get drunk again? She's gotten really bad about that, Daddy. I'll do my best about that, darling. My word of honor. 
I know you will. Daddy, it's none of my business, but you should call Sarah. That'll help. So the last page of All-Star Batman and Robins, The Boy Wonder, this 10-issue series where Dick Grayson has been slapped, Batman and Robin were covered in yellow paint, Superman said damn a lot, Wonder Woman threatened to cut off heads and then make out with Superman, Diana was damned, the last page is Jim Gordon sitting in a waiting room, calling Sarah Essen. Sarah, it's Jim. Sorry to wake you up. No, nothing's wrong. Nothing like that. Really, my own life's the last thing I feel like jabbering about right now. Just tell me about your day. I just want to hear your voice. There, There is one person I'd love to talk to, to tell all my problems to. One person, a man, but I scarcely know him, and he's miles from here, and I'm not even supposed to know his real name. A wild thought, a fleeting thing. Then I fall back into Sarah's voice, and I know I'll be strong enough and wise enough to handle things. And everything's going to be all right. All right. All right. Everything's going to be all right. All right. End of series. Uh, I, I mean, I know it, it, that wasn't supposed to be the end, but that's the end of an issue of a comic book? Just James Gordon saying, all right, all right, all right, over and over again, as he calls his mistress at the behest of his daughter. Who was just arrested for being Batgirl. <laughs> <laughs> well, his wife is dying in a hospital. Meanwhile, Batman and Robin barely appeared in the last issue of their own comic. Also, Batman <laughs> has Catwoman's just been bleeding for like three days. This comic is a piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> like, really, I've, I don't think I've read anything so gargantuanly worse than this. Like, I've read some bad comic books. We've all read bad comic books. This just, this takes it to a new level. What amazing. Like, this is, this is the room of comic books. <laughs> it really is. What amazed me is, as it went on, it's like... Miller was struggling to fill 20 pages of a comic book. Like, but just playing like the six flash pages in the last issue. I don't, I don't even mean like just dialogue wise. I mean, he couldn't, he didn't know how, he didn't have enough plots for 20 pages of a comic book. And they're all splash pages. It's like even issue nine, probably the best thing ever. It just eventually just devolved into, I don't know, stuff just happening on the page. How do you think it would have gotten if he had continued? Like, issue 15 would have just been silent. <laughs> like, I just don't understand anything anymore. <laughs> it's like he was retconning his, like, he was forgetting his own continuity from earlier in the, from the, in the, in the series. It's like, I thought Batman, lived in the cave forever for, like, months on end. But now, then he suddenly he was living in the sewers instead of the cave. Like, uh, he tries to reference his own past continuity with Dark Knight Returns in year one, and it's just awkward as hell. It's occasionally wrong, and then Joker is just gone already from the... (laughs) Vicky Vale hasn't been referenced. (laughs) Black Canary is just there. The origin of Robin thing seems to just be dropped, and he's just Robin now. It's Silver Age Batman Robin, too, so it's funnier. Well, to be fair, on that part, he's accurate. <laughs> Everything happens that fucking doc. 
Dude, how many? Does Batman live under that dock? He's been under there for like three issues. <laughs> That's where he and Black Canary made love. How Jordan's like holding on to life in the same hospital Barbara's in. That would have been amazing if they stand over in Green Lantern in full costume was still choking. <laughs> oh my god. Meanwhile, the Justice League made one appearance. The best appearance, but still. I would love to have seen where this fucking comic was going to go. Okay, for posterity, I'm going to go back and I'm going to read that moment. The crowning achievement, in my opinion. Of this entire series. The speech, you mean? Yes. So, reverse, of course, this is an issue five with the Justice League. They're having an argument with Wonder Woman. Then all of a sudden, Superman goes batshit insane. <laughs> damn you, Diana! <laughs> God damn it. You damn into you. it! <laughs> damn you, Diana! Damn you and your Amazon arrogance! You don't know anything! This is my world. These are my people. These are my rules. If you commit murder on my land, you'll pay for it with your own precious Amazon blood. And that about sums up All-Star, Batman and Robin, the boy wonder. The conclusion of the Batman No saga of Pulp Nightmare. It's been a wild ride. It's It's been something. <laughs> it's <laughs> fucking been something. I don't know what, but it's been something. I hate the sun. But you know what? I love being the goddamn Batman. And for the ending of Batman No, I've been the goddamn Mike. I've been the fucking MB. Have pleasant nightmares. Damn you, Mike Anna! Listen next week to another tale of the strange and terrifying...